0: For the past 10 years, this podcast has been a no-go zone for police. But now, it's time for a raid. Redemption. This is Body Counts. And welcome to another edition of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosendahl.
1: I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm Jonathan Rooney-Taylor.
0: And I'm full of burps. Nice. (laughs) All right. So look forward to that. Cut them loose. Yeah. This week on Body Counts and Beer, we're doing a little ASMR with burps.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Now I I feel on the spot. I can't do it. But you have to, John. (laughs) they will be surprise burps. (laughs)
0: There are no surprises. Oh no. <laughs> Not an ASMR. That's how it works, right? I just get close to the mic and talk all sexy, I guess. I have
2: no actual idea. Yeah,
0: neither do I. I just hear people talk about it and then they always make sound effects They're like ASMR. And then I guess that's supposed to turn Is it meant is a porn thing? Is ASMR a porn thing? I don't know. <laughs> Listeners, if ASMR is a porn yeah. thing Please write it on a 3x5 note card. We're going to Body now, man. Counts and Beer uh, This week, uh, we are discussing the 2011 Indonesian fucking bloodbath disguised as a movie <laughs> The Raid, colon, Redemption Colon, yeah. Redemption Colon Yes, when it's over, all colons are clear <laughs> True, true <laughs> So yeah, uh, this uh, the 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 raid uh, redemption directed by Gareth Evans. Uh, who recently directed the Netflix original movie Apostle solid flick I enjoyed it a lot it's like the Wicker Man but with more the Raiden inside of it nice uh, not to be confused with Gareth Edwards <laughs> the guy what did that new Godzilla movie sure
1: and uh parts of Rogue One
0: yeah like a good solid 60% of Rogue One
2: yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and say there are too many people named Gareth these days I
0: sure. say
2: not enough man nah, there was that character from the British office true
0: and then there's technically Jareth, the Goblin King. Yeah, but... From Labyrinth. Right? Yeah, and that's spelled with a J. Yeah, yeah and that, that's kind of cool. It's so oh, like cool. Jareth. Jareth's a pretty get, good yeah. name, yeah. I yeah.
1: mean, we're varying the lead that Jareth is also David Bowie. Correct. Which is the coolest of all.
0: Well, to be fair, it's played by two two actors, David Bowie and David Bowie's enormous cock piece. True.
1: <laughs> which one can only assume he insisted upon for this family movie. Yeah, no, reasonable. <laughs>
0: So the Raid Redemption begins, like all movies do, with a police officer saying goodbye to his lovely pregnant wife before he goes to work in the morning. Certainly, uh, nothing bad will befall this soon-to-be father. No,
1: yeah. he says his prayers, he does his
0: workouts,
1: he's a stand-up man in a corrupt system. What could go wrong? Yeah.
0: So uh, our hero, uh, uh, Rama, who's played by, uh, I'll probably pronounce it wrong, Iko Yue um, UAS, I'm not. I'm, I don't know, man. you wouldn't
1: let us look at the names.
0: Yeah, I'm sorry, <laughs> I'm just trying to remember. It was for me, for things for later. Uh, <laughs> then I forgot and I started looking at the internet movie firearm database because sure. I wanted to know what all the guns in this movie were. It also occurs
2: to me that I have no idea what language people speak in Indonesia.
0: That neither do I, but it sounds rad. Yeah, no, it sounded sure good. Does. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, so uh, Rama goes uh, to work that day, and they are about to participate in a raid. Uh, it is being led by uh, a guy named Jaka, and then um, a really old guy. Yeah,
2: <laughs> Lieutenant Wego.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh. This cultural insensitivity warning, guys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) In our defense, we had the subtitles on and they occasionally spelled the characters' names. Correct. Occasionally. (laughs) Mostly the subtitles were just man grunting. All grunting. I did appreciate Man clamoring. Or music notes. (laughs) (laughs) I did appreciate the two characters named Andy and Mad Dog. (laughs) Yep, that's true, yep. Especially because they, they get Mad Dog out of the way immediately. They're given the briefing in the van on the way to the raid, which seems
0: like maybe they should have briefed people before they got in the van. Sure, yeah. They, they, it, yeah. it seems like an awful lot of information to go over on like a 20-minute drive across town. Right, right. So, Saj, where are we going?
1: Just get in the van.
0: Ah, could we get McDonald's on the way, Sarge?
1: Yeah, sure, just get in the van. (laughs) Now that you're all in the van and cut off from any form of communication with your loved ones, we're going on a raid to literally the most dangerous building that has been, to this point, nicknamed a no-go zone for the cops. That's correct. Don't worry, this mission is off the records, no one knows we're here, and we will not be able to call for backup. But we are going to pick up an old guy in a polo shirt on
0: our way. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't necessarily know that they are on their own. Yeah, they don't know on that their they're own. Own their own yet. All they know is that uh, this building is run by a guy named Tama, who uh, is sort of like the crime lord of Jakarta, and he's using his uh, 15, 16-floor building uh, as a sort of... Uh, drug lab slash hotel for criminals.
1: Yeah, yeah. like uh, what was that? Hotel Artemis with yeah, uh, yeah, Jodie Foster or Hotel
0: for Dogs, but with criminals instead of dogs. Yeah, sure. Or, although a lot of dogs are criminals. <laughs> <They> <laughs> that's do true.
2: Here to be just a number of random drug users and then just a couple of people who are hard up on their luck.
0: Yeah, that's sure. true. Yeah. some of the people who live there are just people who want to save a few bucks on rent.
1: Right. <laughs> I mean, I get it.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. I would definitely. Uh, pay like 10 bucks for rent a month if I had to live there, and all I had to do was like punch a cop every now and then? Sure, why right. not?
2: Right, that would so. make it super convenient for my Saturday night crack
1: doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, there's no in-unit or on-site laundry, but there is an on-site drug lab. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, that would sell me. <laughs> like, fuck yeah, no, I can go to the dry cleaners, it's fine. Sure, but is it like one of those like make your own drug labs? Don't care. <laughs> a make Either your or. own drug lab? Yeah, a drug lab where you make your own drugs. Oh, fuck like like, like, yeah! Like, if a, I went like to a drug lab and
0: a drug lord gave me a chemistry set. Exactly, that yeah. would be polar. You're talking about like a like a build a bear workshop, but <laughs> for drugs. Yes, no, it's awesome. Like, like a build a hit. Uh huh. Like you walk in and on the wall they've got. All right, well we've got rolling papers, we've got pipes, yeah. we've got uh, little. Rolled up pieces of foil. Uh-huh. Uh, some spoons.
1: Uh-huh. Spoons. <laughs> Tell you, what, I'm I'm into some like real garbage drugs. Do you have anything that's just like oh, real fucking trashy?
0: I do. Uh, we've got these tiny little plastic baggies full of cold medicine okay. and opioids. All right. It's called Crocodile. Okay. Um, the good <laughs> I'm with news you so far. It gets you super high. Well, that's really what I'm in the market for. Great. So this yeah. sounds good so far. The bad news is it also eats your flesh. Well, there's a lot of flesh that I'm currently
1: not using anyway, so oh, this yeah. is a win-win no,
2: for No, I mean, the well, meth
1: diet is a great diet. Always sure, right. has been. Yeah, it's been. the California diet. Yeah, it should have
0: you out in no time. So yep. what do I got to do to put you in some crocodile today? <laughs> uh, do you accept currency? Ooh, nah, no, not so much currency uh, as just, uh, shut up! Punch. Oh no! He went for crocodile and
1: got punches instead. But I was gonna pay.
2: Yeah,
0: I don't know. No, mind. now I take your money anyways and I get to keep my crocodile. No! Oh, that's capitalism. God, damn it. I don't so. want to live in Mark's
1: drug tower. <laughs> <laughs> it's bullshit in there.
0: So, uh, on the way Although over.
1: Although, to be fair, my drug tower is just a lot of lines from Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, so, on the way over to the titular, the raid, uh, you know, they are told that they have to basically fight their way up this building to get to Tama and get him out of there. Uh, and the, once they pull up, there's like a group of about 20 guys. Yeah. It seems. 20, 22 um, guys. And when they like meet that. up with old man in polo shirt, you yeah. know, the guy who's leading the raid. <laughs> yep.
1: Who got there early, which I like. That shows initiative. That's
0: true. <laughs> That's yeah, true. he's ready to go. Uh, when they get there, uh, the old man asks the leader of the raid, Jaka, is like, all right, so who are these guys you got me? And he's like, they just got assigned to my team. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> all
1: rookies. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then immediately, this is like 14 minutes of the movie. Like, This is the first 14 minutes of the movie, basically, is they set up the heroes' uh. uh his, uh, what is, what's the word? Where you, the thing that makes him do things. Oh, his, things. like
1: motivation. Yeah. It's his reason for living. Oh, that's much better. I was gonna say life stakes. <laughs> Ooh, I don't like that at all. I do like stakes, though. There you go. Well, then, I, I will sell you these life stakes. Ooh. But punch! Take money! I learned it from you, Mark! God damn it! Now I'm out of my money for crocodile and life stakes. I'm the one who knocks.
0: Breaking Bad! So sign up for Mark Rosenthal <laughs> Business College and you'll learn all the secrets
2: of <laughs> punching people and taking their cash.
0: Just send all your money on a 3x5 <laughs> note card to me. This
2: is why I only pay my drug dealer on Venmo. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: yeah, that's right. Leave a digital paper trail. I to say, that is eminently traceable. <laughs> uh, so when they get there, uh, the first person they, they come across, just like a... Solo goon watching some TV.
1: Yeah, he's doing a shitty job of being a lookout. What I love about this lookout is he dragged not only a CRT TV, and those things are heavy even if they're small, but a chair to put the TV on and a chair for himself. So he spends at least the first, I'm going to say, 20 minutes of his morning setting up his... I'm not gonna do my job station. Yeah, nice. That's, right. that's how I
2: have done every job I've ever worked. At.
1: <laughs> that's true. I usually like pull up a YouTube video, yeah. get some music going.
2: Yeah. I once had a job in a department store and I'd arrange all of the like displays so that I could
0: sit down behind it off camera.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I like that you had to.
0: <laughs> well, John, if you've ever worked retail, you know. You can't work. Oh, my. Yeah, no. I've
1: worked almost exclusively retail. <laughs> it's, it's garbage. The worst. Yeah. Uh,
0: so, uh, it's not the worst. What's the worst is probably getting uh, your neck cut open by Garat, like this poor lookout yeah. does. Or, well, like,
1: mining is probably rough.
0: Yeah, mining's yeah, probably pretty hard. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, but you know, if he were looking out,
2: he may not have gotten garroted.
0: <laughs> Correct. <laughs> yeah. uh, but instead he got garroted in the carotid uh, and got taken yeah. out. Yeah. So it's, it's a very Taoist
1: message where it's like, you must perform your job.
0: Correct, yeah, and if yeah. you do not perform your job, you'll get garroted. You'll garroted, <laughs> taken the fuck out, and get some of that piano wire to the neck, face. <laughs> That'll
2: get you. Uh,
0: so they uh, they come across a, a guy just trying to like come home from the pharmacy with his wife's prescription pills. Uh, they're gonna they're just like you can't go in there and he's like my wife's sick and they're like shut up we're gonna kill everyone he's like I don't care my wife is sick and then Rama our hero says I will take care of him and we'll get you to the seventh floor to your wife sir right and then they're like we'll stay back there with the dumb rookie the you know, Rama with the his you know, boyish good looks, he doesn't know what he's doing yet. Yeah.
2: He I has like, compassion for people with wives. And
0: he's <laughs> what a, an idiot. And he's a rookie, like what is he gonna do, right? He's probably
2: thinking that joining the police was about protecting people and helping and serving, goober. Yeah. <laughs> it's about extrajudicious murder. Right, and getting your
1: palm greased. <laughs> mm. Grease that palm. Oh no. Yeah. Uh, Well, I greased my palm, and now I keep the bribe you keep giving me slips out. (laughs) This is no good. You gotta hold them quarters, John. Damn it, why do you pay me in quarters? (laughs)
2: That's how I roll. So that I can take them all out of that crown royal bag and feel old timey. (laughs)
1: You know, what sucks, though, is I have to bite each one individually to make sure there's no <laughs> counterfeits. So really, I'm just wasting your time, because I'm not going to let you leave while well, I'm doing it. no, that. you got to bite the quarters. That's totally reasonable. I'd love to, but I keep dropping them for these <laughs> greasy hands! Hey,
2: man, if I can wait for the Jewel Osco cashier to bite all my quarters, I can wait
1: for you. God, being a cop is hard. <laughs>
0: And it's about to get harder as the uh uh the Jakarta SWAT team breaks into this building and immediately begins sweeping their way through the first fo- the first five floors. They're doing Nothing. solid. Yeah. They're just wandering on through. There's like one guy, there's like a couple guys that get like zip tied and that's it. We know that they're guys because the closed captioning was nice enough to identify them <laughs> as man one and man two. Yeah. Oh my yeah, So as
2: we
1: knew who was grunting grunting. my favorite was uh instinctual yell yeah instinctual Oh, goodness!
0: Uh, so they make here's, their- a, here's a,
1: just a quick pro tip if you find yourself in a situation where you may be zip tied because okay. it's going to come up in the impending fascist takeover of our government. Yeah. Oh, okay. So if you're I don't know peacefully protesting and the Supreme Court says ah cops can use lethal force now here's how you get out of a zip tie. <laughs> when they're putting on the zip tie, you want to flex your wrists as much as possible to give you some wiggle room. Then when the cops not looking, you got to get to the zip tie part to the front of your body, probably underneath your leg. Likely. Then you just pull in opposing force to tighten the zip tie as much as possible and then just karate chop it over your thigh. That should be enough force to dislodge a little mechanism. And then you can, uh, I don't know, say something rad and walk away. John, how many zip ties have you had to break out of? Uh, Currently, I'm not under any obligation to answer that question. (laughs) Ooh, good call. Though, I do want to buy a pack of zip ties and go home and practice. You probably should. It's going to be a very useful skill in the next two years. <laughs> <laughs> you think this current president is going to cede his power peacefully? Oh, oh buddy. I look forward
2: oh, to the crazy buddy. son of a bitch that does come later. Like, <laughs> if we got Trump, what is
1: next? That's true. It's mm. like, uh, yeah, in like 2000 where you're just like, God damn, no one can be worse than this Bush idiot. Yeah. He's a blatant war criminal. Right? And people used to say that about Reagan. Ha! People used to say that about Nixon. (laughs) Their poor small minds. Their lack of imagination. It's like in Scott Snyder's Batman run where he writes Batman, uh, the reason that he doesn't kill the Joker is because he's afraid of what Gotham will produce as the next super criminal. Right. So, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, you gotta keep the Joker there to tamp it down. Exactly, it's the devil you know. Right.
0: Oh, that's... uh...
1: Yeah, Uh, Scott Snyder's real fucking good.
0: Yeah, his uh, his, uh, American Vampire is a fantastic series as well.
1: Absolutely. Um, And if you only read one thing, read his Dark Knight Metal... Ooh. Uh, which is Batman accidentally unleashes the forces of the dark universe. Ooh. And every splash page is a fucking heavy metal album cover. It's
0: great. That's awesome. It's basically- Batman fights a giant dragon <laughs> with chains and it's awesome. So just a series of like the sides of Vans?
1: Basically it releases all of the like evil Batman from the dark universe so there's the Batman who laughed where it's the Batman who kills the Joker and then takes a bunch of Joker venom and becomes Bat Joker Ooh. Uh, it's so cool you guys <laughs> let's fucking talk about that
0: no, we no. keep talking about the rain, because it's just about to get good. Oh, no. Yeah.
2: We're, so, just, we're uh, done zip tie, and we're about to move on to just shooting motherfuckers. So they get but up so to technically,
1: the- this podcast can now be put under iTunes U, because we're teaching. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Truthsies.
0: Uh, so- How to break out of zip ties. <laughs> How to handle a drug deal. <laughs> How to... How to bribe a police, police officer. officer. Yeah. And... Also, how to hold on to coins when your hands is covered with grease. Truth. Spoiler, you don't. You just can't. <laughs> so uh, they get up to this floor, and a, uh, a small kid just kind of wanders in. And they, they got him, you know, don't move, don't move. And he kind of freezes, and they're like, great. And Jaka's like, all right, cool, it's just a kid. Everyone put your guns down. And as soon as they do, the kid bolts through a door. Well, old man with the white hair, Wahyu, he's just like, nah, fuck that kid shoots his gun through the door that the kid ran through right through the kid's neck but not before he yells up to another kid a floor up police! Yeah. And thus the raid
1: begins. Yeah, I fucking love how this dude employs uh, apparently he took all the newsies off the streets to work as security in his building.
2: Yeah, you always use kids for lookouts,
1: man. Because you can't trust them to count. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> they can't count cash, they can't count grams, but they can look for cops.
1: <laughs> but yeah. they won't be able to tell you how many. Yeah, no, they won't. Police, how many? Five Ooh. or a thousand? I don't know. I'm a child. Oh, right. <laughs> well, you just need that first flare going off. That's true. Yeah.
0: So, uh we cut to upstairs in the fifteenth floor control room of this building, where Tama has a series of monitors.
1: Well, uh, in the uh, I'm sorry, he has a series of BMVs or broadcast monitors buddy, those things have RGB built right the fuck in. Oh, I miss John telling me about cables. (laughs) When was the last time we had a John Does
2: Cables segment?
1: Oh, you get those? All you need are some BNC breakout cables, some Uh, modded consoles so that they can output RGB, and you got lag-free 16-bit games, my friend. Guys,
2: this podcast is like a credit-worthy course. (laughs) At some
1: colleges right now, you can get one for this. Plus, since it's at the 60 hertz refresh rate, all of your light gun games will work without issue. Oh, thank Ooh. fucking Christ. Finally,
0: a place I can play Duck Hunt on like 14 screens at the same time. Duck Hunt, get the fuck out of here. Time Splitters 2, motherfucker. Nah, man,
2: I've always wanted to go uh, pistol in both hands Duck Hunt.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh. oh, yeah.
0: And I think you mean Time Crisis 2. Time Splitters was oh, a PlayStation game. Oh, that was PS2. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 That was also a rad was game. It's also a rad game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Time
2: but Crisis was totally at my mall's movie theater.
0: Oh, yeah. Time Crisis was at everybody's movie Mall theater. movie theater. <laughs> it was great. That was the cool game because you had, like, the cover, like, pedal that yeah. you stomped on mm-hmm. to, like, hide behind shit and then yep. pop out and shoot goons in the face. Oh, yeah. Oh, that game was great. Goons uh game. There was another game I used to love to play. It was called, like, Tokyo Police 911. And it had, like... It was a a light gun game, so you had a gun, and you stood on this pad, and there was, like, sticks that surrounded you, and it followed your body movement, so if you ducked, your guy ducked, or if you, like, moved out of the way, so you could dodge bullets and shit, and then, like take cover or jump out and shoot guys. Nice. It was super rad. Awesome. Oh yeah. It was worth the extra it was worth playing seventy-five cents oh, for that right, game. Yeah. Right, oh yeah, yeah. I was I'll say, charge you. There's no way that was the standard twenty-five cents. Oh yourself. no way, man. No. That was on the cruising USA level. Three yeah. quarters, baby. Oof. God damn. Uh so yeah, so this kid uh calls for the police, we cut to to Tama and his 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 command center and his two lieutenants, mad dog. And Andy. And Andy! <laughs> uh, Mad Dog, of course, is he's exactly what they say. He's Mad Dog. He'll fucking fight people all day. Andy's the brains of the operation.
1: He yeah. has the smart idea of paying the policemen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, instead, what they do is uh, they call the neighbors, and the neighbors turn out to be snipers. Yeah! Who immediately take out... two of the guards outside. They take
1: out one of the guards and then they blow the arm off the other guard specifically so that he'll yell and draw more police attention to the windows so they can pick off more cops.
0: Right. And this guy, this is the first like Quality kill of the movie when the cop walks up to the window to go, I wonder what's going on, and then you just see his visor explode. My and, eyes, the goggles do nothing. Yeah, and I go fly out. Yeah, and just
2: blood falling out of his face.
0: Uh, and then the cop van is assaulted by like. Seven dudes with machine guns on the street. Yep. Uh, yep. And all of a sudden, the cops are alone and trapped in this building.
1: Yeah. it's Is it at this point that he puts out that, like, hey, anyone who kills a cop gets to live in my apartment complex rent-free? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Which, yeah. goddamn, if that were the plot of Rent, much better show. Oh, right. for sure. Right. And Rent's a terrible show to begin with. It's awful. It's like, hey... Real estate owner, can we live here for free? Sure. Great. Actually, it turns out I need money.
0: Fuck you! I thought we were friends. Six hundred forty-four thousand two hundred <laughs> bullets. That's how many I'm gonna put in all these pigs' asses. Oh goddamn! How isn't it a much better it's song? It's a no, much, better. a much
1: better song. Either that, or if they all did band together to violently revolt against their landlord. Anything other than making a fucking shitty Super Eight movie yeah. and whining about how hard it is not working, right? they have a really hard life where they don't have
2: jobs. <laughs> well they
0: all live in giant loft apartments for right. free. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. But musical. it's but you know what? They're bohemians guys, they're artists.
1: That's true. You're not going to stop them from living the way they want. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> nice! That, he took your throne! Listening audience, that wasn't me and I've never been more shamed in my life.
0: <laughs> that was just my feeling on the movie and to show rent.
1: True. Fair. Somehow the movie's worse.
0: Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, it's because it's the original Broadway cast, but they're all fi- <laughs> they're all 15 years older. Right. So it's a bunch of 40-year-olds going, what do you mean I gotta pay rent? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Jesse L. Martin. I've been a cop for 20 years on TV. I gotta pay rent
1: now? Ted hey, Dings, I've seen you in Italian suits for like five straight years. <laughs> God, I movie came out and I went to see it with my friend and we came out of the theater and I'm like well that was a piece of shit and meanwhile two kids we knew from theater school were just literally in tears this is the third time we've seen it today <laughs> it's
0: like oh no oh gosh oh. so uh the raid so much better than oh, yeah, the rent. definitely. Uh, it's at this
2: point I think where uh, where Jocka is like we need backup and the old guy's like whoa I kind of didn't tell anybody and we're all gonna die
0: Yes, and sure enough, uh, they... Oh, that's right. Someone is going to... They're, they're kind of like ducked down around sort of this like edge, like this balcony ledge, and someone is about to walk through the door onto their level. And So one guy with a shotgun gets ready to shoot him, but we see above them a floor up in the darkness are like six guys with machine guns, and then stupid shotgun guy blasts it. It gives off just enough light to cast for the guys upstairs to see and they just lay waste to half the cops yeah, immediately. they
2: just riddle them with bullets. It there is are, brutal.
0: I don't know what the blank budget on this movie was, but I bet it was most of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so this is where the chaos begins and from pretty much here on out the movie is one long shootout slash punch scene. Yeah. And it's sure, yeah. rad as awesome. hell. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so they're just like fighting, kicking, punching, whatever. Eventually, uh, they all kind of get split up. Um, they end up, oh, that's right, they end up in that room. Uh, the guy that they saved runs away and goes to his house. They let him go. Then they uh Yeah, end the up, guy
2: with the pills for his wife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. he runs away and then uh, they have to get out of the hall, so they go into one of the rooms because they're just getting murdered in yes. the hallway.
0: And they uh they put like a like a couch and like a chest of drawers up against it to, to block him from coming out. in. And that's when uh they're trying to get out when Rama has the idea, wait a minute, there might be a hollow floor heater, someone gimme that axe yeah. and just starts chopping the shit out of that floor.
2: Cuts a big hole in it. And then they start dropping down into another level, which is also
1: full of guys, that starts immediately attacking them. But little did they know... Rama's got an axe. Yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, he puts an axe like in a guy's shoulder, and then the axe gets stuck. So he just throws the guy around, from right. Just drags him back and throws him into a refrigerator to get him off the axe. Yeah, and, and that th- refrigerator will come back shortly.
2: Yes, it will. Yeah,
0: because then he buries that axe in that guy's chest. Yeah, he does. <laughs>
2: oh, so many good fighting kills in this part.
0: The the yeah, yeah I mean, and this is where we f- first start seeing Rama as a destructive force. And not just a silly rookie, because not only is he, like, shooting guys, but he is making use of improvised weaponry, and he's very good at martial arts. Oh,
2: yeah, he's super good. He's kicking the crap out of all kinds of dudes.
1: Throws lots of bows. Tons of bows.
0: Lots of knees, lots of bows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really rad. Uh, eventually, he cuts his way down down into the room below. One of the cops goes down ahead of time and is immediately tackled by like... Three guys or so, <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, There's this movie seems to confuse goons and zombies a lot. Yes. Yeah. The goons are in number a lot like zombies, and they
2: shamble
0: fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like Dawn of the Dead remake zombies. Yes, right, they definitely right. run at you
2: arms out, loose tees.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, they all jump down into the next room below them, uh, and just start, yeah, just again more hammering. Going guys. at it. Uh, one of the shitty cops like goes up to a window to be like, "Let's get out." He takes a sniper bullet to his ear, yeah. uh, and it just explodes. It uh, Rama again continues to do a lot of cool knife work too he's just like stabbing guys oh yeah there's one guy oh it's so cool he like takes the <laughs> knife he stabs it into his thigh and the guy's like oh my thigh and he goes I'm not done and then just drags it down his thigh oh. down to his knee and just exposing Severs the femur his entire quadriceps oh step. it's so oh. cool oh. brutal
2: oh. However, they are locked in this room, and there are more guys coming to the door, and they've got nowhere to go.
1: Yeah, they hear men clamoring. Men
2: clamoring (laughs) is the subtitle, yeah. So, apparently, in this apartment building, ovens are run by propane tanks like your outdoor grill, and so Rama takes one, rips it out of the wall, and puts it in a refrigerator.
0: Yep. Yep. Then they use that refrigerator filled with a rapidly leaking propane tank as a shield. Yep. Drag it towards a door that's being like shot
2: full of holes by bad guys. Then he puts a grenade in it, they turn it, and just blows the shit out of the whole floor. Oh, it's so cool. Oh, man. The fridge goes out the window and everybody down the hall just gets total backdraft inferno. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: awesome. It's <laughs> awesome.
1: Uh, And Mr. Big Boss Guy is uh, a little upset because this damages a few of his rooms. Yeah, it totally damages his room and some of his cameras. And he's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, Yeah, so he orders his men, uh, go down there. Definitely kill those cops, but while you're doing that, find all the people who died in that explosion. Steal their stuff because I'm going to use that money to repair the rooms that just got exploded. The true. two,
0: the two rooms. Yep. Yeah, they lost two rooms. Yep. Uh, but yeah, they're just going to you know steal some guys. Uh, you know, pocket chains, and That'll be enough. Yeah, it'll be enough. They're not going to need it. They're exploded. That's true. true. They uh, some of them probably got a whole fridge to the face. Too. I <laughs> mean, that's how
2: you know that this guy is the leader because he knows. Always loot the bodies.
0: That's true. That's uh, good
1: advice. You want to make sure that you're at a good fast travel point because there's nothing worse than trying to get out of a dungeon when you're over-encumbered. Oh, no, but it's his
2: dungeon. Like, his storable chests are on the 13th floor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <fair. sighs> Fair. Man, I'd love for that level. Oh. I just take
1: off. And it's, it's right there. Oh, this
2: is the best Skyrim thing that ever happened.
1: I didn't realize in Skyrim, occasionally the mannequins that you buy that you can like put your armor up for display. Occasionally when you load in that level, like the uh, something happens with the way that it loads in. And they accidentally give the mannequins AI routines. And they start <laughs> walking around. <laughs> The movie Mannequin? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks terrifying. Do they would uh, scare the shit out of me. They don't attack. They just have NPC, so they just wander around and say random things <laughs> to you. Nice. <laughs> nice. And I'm like, why has no one made, like, a horror game? Like, I fucking love weird-ass glitches like that, and I wish someone would do that. Like, you know when you shoot someone and, like, the ragdoll physics don't work right so the body just starts, like, twitching out and yeah. floating around? Like... Make that a real horror game. Make a know? whole
0: game out of yeah. like weird twitchy bugs. That sounds rad as hell, man. Isn't there a game with like they have like a madness meter, and when you get to a certain point, like on your madness yeah, meter, like it affects uh, like the physics of the game that's or like
1: sanity's requiem for the GameCube, and it would be great, except you can see the sanity meter, so you know how much you have left. So uh, anytime something weird happens, you're like Oh, no problem. It's the sanity meter. I'll go be not crazy for a while. Uh, if they, like, hid all that shit behind, you know, like, obfuscated it so that you didn't know what was going on, that'd be rad as hell. And you just wandered around crazy sometimes.
0: Yeah. And all of a sudden the game, just, like, game starts glitching out, but you don't know why. Exactly. Nah. That happened in PT as well. Fuck yeah, dude. That's why that game rules. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Best zero dollars I ever spent. Nice.
0: <laughs> I don't know the zero dollars I spent watching the raid right now was pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Rama um, gets knocked out by the explosion of the fridge, as you would.
2: Yeah, pretty much everybody gets knocked out by the uh, explosion of the fridge.
0: When he wakes up, the Jaka's like, "Hey, all right, be quiet. We gotta like get out of here. So you take ear blown off guy and go upstairs. We're like go back through the hole you cut into the floor, right. and then we're gonna go out here mm. and we'll meet up. Yeah." Uh,
1: Yeah, because Rama has the idea of, like, I know that the guy that we helped get medicine to his wife is not a criminal, so I'll take him to that apartment. Because they gave him the apartment number, because that's where they were going to drop him off originally. Right. And they're like, well, I'll take this wounded cop there, he'll be safe there, and then we can continue the raiding. Yes.
0: Uh, So uh, Rama goes upstairs, got this other cop on his back, they go out in the hallway, and they are immediately beset by a gang of machete-wielding maniacs and orama is like machetes mean nothing to me right and proceeds to defeat this gang with a dude on his back for most of it yep
2: (laughs) it's like all those great fight scenes where uh someone will like grab one of the bad guys and just like flip around them and use them and manipulate them to fight other people except he's doing it with the help of his
0: buddy yeah (laughs) he's like got a helper guy uh, again, there's so much like knife and machete brutality oh, in this movie. So much. Uh, so many. So often the uh, subtitles will break in just to say "bones breaking," yeah. <laughs> which is nice.
2: <laughs> yeah, handy. It's very appreciative. <laughs> well, I mean, that lets me know that they weren't just hyper extended.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. right. Good point. Uh, but that is another big part of this form of martial arts, it seems, is to just damage ligaments. Nice. <laughs> as much as possible. Just go for the joints, hyperextend them so people can't walk straight. It's super cool. Uh, but uh, yeah, so he finally fights his way through the goons. He gets to the the guy who he saved. And at first his wife's like, don't let him in. Don't let him in. He's like, no, let me in. And he finally lets him in because he's a good man at Yeah. Heart.
2: And then he stuffs them behind a fake wall. Yeah. Yeah, he
1: stashes them in the crawl space.
0: Yeah. And then a second gang of machete-wielding maniacs shows yeah. up. Yeah. Uh And they are uh, going room by room and uh, searching for Rama and his friend. And when they get to this place, they start tearing the place up, you know, just opening, they're like doing things that you would, like a human being would never be hiding like I get like, like when they first walk in, they throw, like, throw up the mattress that the lady is sleeping yeah. on, and they're just like, "Oh, no one there." But then they're like opening drawers, then, like <laughs> yeah, kitchen cabinets, because they've
1: all seen the first twenty minutes of *Inglorious Bastards*, where Hans <laughs> Landa says, "You look in all the places you would think to hide, but you don't know where they would hide when they've given up their humanity." So they're like, "Yeah, I bet I could stuff in this." Drawer on the nightstand. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, if I had to. There was a guy like, digging through, like, a, there was like a rice cooker in the background he's like throwing around, yeah. there, like, all over the place. Uh, and then the leader of this particular machete gang starts throwing, uh, using his machete to throw pictures off the wall. Well, he
1: notices that the wall is, like a, is, is out and a different color than the other walls. Yeah. So he's protrudes. like, oh, well, this is obviously a fake wall. I'm going to stab it with a machete. Yeah, and he does just like he's a magician stabbing a, a person in a box. He's just right. going at it, and the crawl space is so tight that you can't turn around in it. And also, uh, Rama went in first, so. Uh copy McNo ear is like crouched down right in his path so like they literally cannot move yeah they can't go anywhere so they can't do any like cool sweet matrix dodges right uh yes which is like totally what I would do if this dude wasn't here I'd be like dodging all over the place but like this guy's here so like I'm just gonna have to like stand here for a while sure like I totally could though right definitely I totally could like I was this morning oh Uh yeah I just can't right now sure you spin it (laughs) Pretty <laughs> <for the> gay. <laughs> Yeah, you take this tip and spin it. Yeah,
2: spent was the word that I left the T off of.
0: (laughs) I think
1: you need some subtitles, Patrick.
0: Uh, So these machete blades. Patrick drinks.
1: Patrick puts beer down. Ooh, Patrick looks annoyed at John.
2: No, no, no! I'm loving it. I want Patrick gets on the bus.
0: (laughs) Take that bus driver. Uh, There's a terrible episode. Of Black Mirror that never got shot, that is just that. It's like, imagine a world where everything you do has subtitles. (laughs) Oh no!
1: I realize now
0: that phones are bad. What a
1: smart show.
0: (laughs) Uh, So these machete blades start coming into that wall fast and furious until they get so close. Uh, in fact, one makes contact with Rama by slicing right through his cheek.
1: Yeah, right into his cheek. Which is bad for three reasons. Number one, you're gonna you're gonna do a little scream when that happens. Yeah. I'm sure that is a hurtful and b surprising two things that make screams happen. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and also, they know that when they pull that machete out, there's going to be blood on it.
2: Right. So he really easy takes his hand up and puts it on the blade, and I guess probably pushes it out just a touch, and keeps his fingers on it really with, lightly. With his sweet cop glove. Right, with his sweet cop finger gloves, and then when the machete gets pulled back out of the wall, all the blood's on his fingers.
0: Yeah, he uses his glove to, like, wipe off the yeah, blood as he like, and wick it off. Up. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's oh. super cool. Uh, So that is the end of Machete Gang
1: for now. They are satisfied in their search. They go off looking for other cops.
0: Yeah, meanwhile, uh, uh, Tama has sent Mad Dog and Andy to go uh, hunting, basically. Mad Dog takes his gang of guys and goes off, and he sends two of his goons with Andy. And Andy's like, I don't need your goons. And he's like... They're going with you He's like no, Fine And they spend the next 20 minutes And we just ride in an elevator it Yeah seems. Cause
1: Andy's gonna take the elevator yeah. Matt Dog's gonna take the stairs And he'll be in Scotland before you True
0: Scotland? Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that means
1: Well he'll take the high road You'll take, take, the, take the low, low road. road I don't know what that means be You'll Scotland. be beset by highwaymen uh-huh. Yeah. That'll delay your travels at sure, least sure. by a few hours. Right.
0: I don't understand. Is this a song? Is this
1: Yeah, a song? it's Buddy, a song. No, we're racing to Scotland and I'm currently winning. Well, that's also true, though.
0: I don't know ed- anything is happening right now. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, please Sorry, write in. Once again, can you explain uh, Minecraft to me? Uh, that's what it seems like. It seems like you're talking about Minecraft So sure, you gotta
1: build to the nether. That's the true end game. Is that the
2: redstone? Is that what you're talking no. about? No, redstone is for switches. And for making my
1: own game gear in Minecraft. <laughs> but coffee, still for closers. Always for there's closers. Is
0: coffee in that game?
1: No. No. Oh. There's there there's cocoa are Glen- beans. <laughs> there's cocoa beans and Glengarry leads.
2: Yeah, there's shitloads of Glengarry leads. And all the real estate in Florida <laughs> you can imagine.
1: Can I have the Glengarry leads? Yes. No one gets the Glengarry leads. Those are
0: mine. <laughs> Oh, no. Thanks, Pacino. <laughs> Thanks, Ricky Roma. <laughs> I like being two actors. <laughs> uh, so they, uh, they he leaves Mr. Copy Nowhere behind, <laughs> and Rama goes off to find the rest of his team uh, when he... Uh, comes across wow. I think he just gets into another fight with more goons yeah he yes. just ends up goon in fight. another
1: big goon fight yeah uh, we cut to uh, Jaka and the remnants of his team Jaka has figured out that this has been a setup, yes. right? and is really mad at uh, old white hair guy
2: super mad yeah. at old white hair because guy. he
1: realized like oh you're a dirty cop who set this up yeah
0: he even says like, like who did this and he's like Another time. I don't want to do yeah, it right now. Who ordered the
2: hit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: and then they're all hiding in, I think, a bathroom. Yes. Uh, while
2: yeah, while machete guy tinkers down the hallway.
1: Yeah. But doesn't go into their stall. No. Yeah. He gives up before that. But uh, it's at this point that Mad Dog catches up with Jaka and his like, right. small yeah. band of yeah, yeah. Outs. Whereupon old dude. Beats it he's yeah, gone he runs immediately and Jocko orders the other rookie fucking go protect that dummy he's not even wearing a helmet right? he's not even wearing tactical black gear none he's in a polo shirt <laughs> and his watch is three watches why did he dress this way one wonders. he knew the whole time <laughs>
0: Uh, so now we get the epic fight between Mad Dog and Jaka, uh, and it is quite the fight. It is epic. Uh, and again, the, the martial arts, uh, it's called, I looked it up, uh, it's uh, Penchak uh, Psylocke. Psylocke. And it's just like, it's. hold on, let me see if I can remember. I I want to get the correct terminology here with this. (laughs) Uh, It's very important that I do. Uh, Continue. But, yeah, no. uh, Mad
2: Dog starts the fight by explaining his distaste for just shooting people and how it reminds him of ordering pizza. And he takes the clip out, takes the round out of the chamber, puts his hands up,
1: makes some fists, and he's ready to go. So they decide, you know... Let him fight. We'll have some fisty cuffs. What I love is that Mad Dog is a good half foot shorter than all of the other people he's ever fighting. Ever. So he's clearly got like a little bit of short man's complex going on where he's overcompensating from a perceived lack of machismo. Right. And then a
2: flurry of knees and bows. (laughs) Just a flurry. A blizzard
1: (laughs) of knees and bows. It is a great fight. It is very good. And it goes on for quite a while. This is like the mini boss fight. Yeah. 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 uh and it it really goes back and forth pretty constantly no one character ever has the upper hand for too long until mad dog
2: like just pounds him a, a jock a couple times in the face and then uh like does a sailing ddt into a chair? T-D-T. It's D-D-T. real. D-D-T. I don't even know how to describe what he does to that man's neck. He well, throws
0: describe- his body at his neck.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And like spins him. It's rough looking.
0: Well, yeah. So Pet Jack Silat uh, is the umbrella term for a class of related Indonesian martial arts. Every part of the body is used and subject to attack. Take that,
2: parts of body.
0: Oh, it's so good. It was practiced not only for physical defense but also for psychological ends. Yeah, <laughs> it's a it's a martial art that exists to legitimately psych out your opponent by how badly you brutalize them. Apparently, <laughs> uh, and yeah, uh, Mad Dog totally brutalizes Jaka at the end oh, here, yeah. and eventually just
2: breaks his neck. Yep. Yep. Just slow choke out and just just Rags him away.
0: Uh, Meanwhile, Andy's two goons in the elevator. Andy's like, these guys, fuck these guys. And he stabs them both in the neck. Yeah, as he's getting his knife out, one
1: of the goons gets wise to what's about to happen and he just says, Can you just tell me why? And then he gets stabbed. Yeah, (laughs) no answer. Just just stabbed. Just please tell me why. I came in through the window. (laughs)
0: <laughs> no, right. <laughs> so many stabbings in this movie are just to the neck. Oh yeah. yeah. Either to like the throat, the Adam's apple, the side of the neck, the back of the neck, through the front of the neck. Yeah. There's lots of necking, not a neck knifing. Oh yeah.
2: Knife necking. And then Andy meets up with uh, Rama and weirdly just like throws him against the wall. And is like, what are you doing here? And then we cut.
0: <laughs> yeah. But we're all jumping all over the place. It turns out that Rama and Andy are brothers. uh, True fact. Who haven't seen each other in six years. Uh, Rama is like, you know, I I can't believe this is how I find out you're a criminal. This is where you live. You could have sent me a postcard. Hey, up to crimes. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, you got to come home with me. Everyone wants you back. And you're like, do you think he wants me back like this?
1: Andy's got father issues. True. Sure, yeah. I mean, I don't think you get into crime if you're like a well-adjusted person.
0: Sure, or acting.
1: (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Fair.
0: Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So Andy
1: and and Rama have like a little kind of John Woo style heart-to-heart of like, I'm a criminal, you're a cop, it's never gonna work. And Rama says, listen, you're going to be an uncle soon. My wife's going to have a little boy, and I want you to be part of the family again. And he's like, you're just telling me that so that you don't die. But, like, obviously I was going to protect you anyway. I just got to get you out of this raid situation. He's like, not without my team. It's fine. Yeah. He's
0: like, uh, so, so Andy's like, I'll go on the hall, come out when it's all clear. So he goes to the elevator, and he meets up with Mad Dog, who's dragging behind you know, Jaka with his broken neck. Uh, yeah, just dead in Jaka. time. Yeah. Just in time is for Rama to see that. And they go up the elevator, uh, to go see Tama. Yeah. Who's like, Oh, all right. You brought me this cop. It's not the cop I wanted, but at least it's something. Andy, what you got for me? And Andy's yeah. like, ah,
1: nothing. Uh, there's a lot of dead bodies down there. Oh,
0: are there, are
1: there Andy? A lot of dead bodies. Interesting. Interesting. How many cops do you think are alive? Two? Oh, so if I said three, you wouldn't know. He's like, well, there's a lot of floors, you know, give or take, two or three. Show me your hands, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> That's, I love he's just fucking with him. Like, I was like, uh, you, you must. I know you brought me something, Andy. Show me your hands. That's weird. There's nothing in your hands. But that can't be. I know you brought me something. Turn your hands over. Nope. Nothing in this side <laughs> either. Weird, Andy. What's going on? Uh, and, and then, then he, he shoves, shoves a knife in the head. Uh, yeah, and yeah, Mad hand.
2: Dog kicks him in the head, he puts his hand on the table, and then Tama puts a knife through his hand and shows him the
1: tape of him talking to Rama. From that sweet BMV. See, that's why you want... <laughs> oh, yeah. You want to oh yeah. have <laughs> uh. the resolution of a BMV because those things are crisp. You're going to get every detail. And uh. unlike traditional CRT TVs, there's not going to be any burn-in. Mmm. Nice. What do you mean by burning? So if you leave a CRT on with a single image long enough, that image is going to get burned on oh. the yes, TV. That's why you
2: have to have a screensaver. Exactly. Oh, I know all about BMPs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> is that for like big motherfucking poops? Is that what we're talking about? Because I know about them. <laughs>
1: Uh, I guess what I'm saying is (laughs) I really want someone to send me a BMV so that I can get an RGB modded Super Nintendo. Gotcha. Ooh, nice. I
0: remember in high school we had uh, like CRT TVs in some of the classrooms. Sure. And in one of our uh, physics classrooms we were talking about magnets and our teacher was like, you know, magnets... One of the things is if you like put them next to like a... Like Did a, they tell
1: him how they worked? Was
0: it God? <laughs> no, no, no. He the, That song had not come out yet. I went to high school a long time ago. I, <laughs> back IC- when we knew how magnets were. Right. Yeah, ICP were still stuck, uh, uh, I believe, on the fourth Joker's card. They hadn't gotten to Juggalo <laughs> Island yet. They still had not uh, tried to figure out miracles. <laughs> how
1: right from jump they were like... We're going to have a 12-year mythology to this
0: fucking stupid hip-hop band. And then they completed it and then went, guess what? It was God the whole time. Time for the next set of Joker's cards. Guess what? It's going to be God again.
1: (laughs) But stay tuned because maybe I'll try to dropkick some fools in the
0: back of the head. (laughs) So our teacher pulls up this magnet. He's he's going, magnets, blah, blah, blah. You know, if you put a magnet... Uh, over like a CRT TV and like wave it around it like discolors it because it's like moving around like the cathode rays or whatever so he turns this TV on in the classroom he's like you can't hold it in place too long because it'll permanently damage the TV and like starts waving it around you see the little trails it's like oh that's really cool and then someone asks him a question about it and he goes huh let me think about that leans against the TV with the magnet (laughs) fuck yes and puts just this big magnet stick stain in the TV for the next four four years of high school into a literally was just turned on the first time that day TV. (laughs) It was chef's kiss. Nice. Beautiful. Nice. (laughs) Uh, that was my teacher, Mr. Connell, Steve Connell, who looked like a Jeff Goldblum but shrunk down. <laughs> and if you wanted to waste a whole class period, you would go, "Hey, Mr. Connell, what was it like?" Because he was also an actor guy, and you'd be like, "What was it like doing Man of La Mancha?" And he'd be like, "Oh, well, let me, uh, let me, let me tell you what it was like. Uh, you know, uh, I played, uh, of course, I played uh, them, the Man of La Mancha, Don Quixote, a dream, an impossible dream, and he'd fucking sing the whole song, and it was great. Uh, that's it was awesome. so." Cool, and then like 30 minutes would have gone by, and he'd be like, "Well, uh, we don't have time uh, for the lesson, so uh, well, uh, how about I just get some (laughs) magnets?" That's (laughs) it. Yeah, that's awesome. Was a great dude. (laughs) Great voice. Really good voice.
2: Well, I mean, you were treated by that singing.
0: That's true. It was a treat, man. <laughs> Impossible Dream's a great song. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike all the songs from Rent. <laughs> oh, Kicking It While It's Down, Rent. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And honestly, some of the songs from The Raid are pretty bad, too. Ooh. I would say a
1: lot of this. I th- it feels like someone doing uh, Harry
0: Gregson Willis impersonation. Well, it is. So it's not the original music from the. I mean, a lot of it's. Just Indonesian ass
2: inter- yeah. electronica. Yeah. yeah, it's
0: not the original music from the Indonesian release. Uh, when it was brought over to America by Sony Pictures Classic, they had Mike Shinoda, the rapper from Lincoln Park, make a whole new soundtrack of like Lincoln Park light rap rock songs, yeah. and that is what farts its way through the <laughs> movie. <laughs> well, buddy,
1: everyone knows the best part of the Lincoln Park songs are the rap breaks. Ooh. That's Jeez. true. <laughs> I'm
0: about to break. I need a little room to breathe. <laughs> You're one step, two step. <laughs> I to the <laughs> I remember I first got into Linkin Park because I was way into Linkin Park. Sure. Uh, because I went and saw the movie Dracula 2000. Oh, <laughs> yeah. And that song uh, was like one step closer whatever it was called. Uh, it was on that soundtrack, and I bought that soundtrack. It was awesome. It had Slayer, it had System of a Down, <laughs> Linkin Park, and <laughs> all the great songs. Uh. Yeah, wait a minute. Is Linkin
1: Park just Evanescence but with more rap?
0: Lickin Park no. is Evanescence, but instead of uh, a a Ren Fair Lady like singing like Ren Fair Lady songs, sure, it's a very small guy going like <laughs> yeah. a lot, yeah, <laughs> and then a rapper,
2: and then a rapper,
0: yeah, yeah. neat. So, anyways, uh, <laughs> uh, Rama, rough band. Rough so, rough band. yeah. So <laughs> Rama eventually catches up with old white hair guy and other cop. Uh, And they're like, we gotta take... Rama's like, we gotta take it up to them.
1: Yeah, like, the only way we're getting out of this building is by sticking to the original plan of capturing the big bad and using him as, like, a shield to get us out of here. Right.
0: So they uh, begin Raid Part 2 and just take on... Raid harder! Yeah, and they take on the in-house drug lab. Yeah! And this fight is awesome, too, because not only is there punching and kicking and knives and sticks... But also cocaine flying yeah, everywhere. And fucking
2: filing cabinets and lab tables and all sorts of shit to fight on. There's and with a, and around. Yeah.
0: The, the two moves in this movie that you see a lot are guy kicks other guy, guy grabs leg, throws guy by that leg. Yeah. Or guy takes guy, throws him into. Object, yeah. Shatters spine yeah. <laughs> around that object. Yeah. <laughs> There's a guy who gets thrown off a balcony whose oh, spine shatters. Yeah. There's a guy who gets thrown into a filing cabinet whose spine shatters. Mm. Off of a metal table, spine shattering. There's a lot of spine shatters. And spine what's shattering. great about
1: this fight in particular is you've got the two rookies that are basically doing uh, variations on very fast, very efficient martial arts. And then you got an old guy yeah. whose main move seems to be throwing chairs. Yeah, he throws shit and he punches real slow but real hard. Yeah, he is like the abobo of this yeah. uh, particular yeah, yeah, yeah. video game. He just level. throws
0: haymakers. Yeah, yeah it's just turns out, <laughs> Just turns out that half of the haymakers <laughs> are with chairs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's
1: cool to add like some variety to these yeah, yeah, yeah. fights.
0: So they fight their way through, uh, and then. Uh, Rama... Oh, shit. Did we ever finish the part where uh, Big Boss figured out
1: that Andy has some kind of connection with... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. He played it for him on the tape.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: And so... Uh, As they're going, it turns out they're going up the stairs after the big cocaine fight. Uh, Rama goes past the torture room and sees that Andy has been chained up, and that Mad Dog is slowly obliterating his ribs <laughs> yeah, with punches. <laughs> he's trying to punch them out of existence without killing him to see, see think, if he can make like a goo man.
0: I think what he's trying to do is to just break those bottom ribs so Andy can suck his own dick. Oh, that'd be convenient. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nah, dude, totally. I got an uncle that works at the hospital where Marilyn Manson had that (laughs) done. Oh,
0: God. Guys, did you know that Marilyn Manson's Paul from the Wonder Years? <laughs> is it? <laughs> no, but that's one no. of those rock and roll rumors that nice. have persisted for years. Good that for somehow Manson. Paul from the Wonder Years grew up to be Marilyn Manson. <laughs>
1: Although, it is true that Marilyn Manson fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, He's a real true. dumb piece of shit. Yeah. yeah and his yeah, yeah. music
2: was never great.
0: Hey, the dope show's not a bad song. No, it's That's not. when he went glam. Yeah. That's when he was doing a lot of Depeche Mode covers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's That's basically all right. That's basically when he decided he wanted to be David Bowie. Sure. But with boobs. Do you remember that part where he decided to have
1: boobs?
2: Yes, I do. It was weird.
1: (laughs) Whatever. I mean, like, his stage presence and whatever is, like, just a matter of aesthetic taste. I have no opinion on it. All I do know is that, like, lately he's been doing a lot of interviews about, like, Man, fucking SGWs won't let me point
0: guns at my crowd anymore because it's too sensitive. I'll say something about his onstage, <laughs> his onstage look. I'll judge it. You know what? I liked it better the first time when it was called Alice Cooper. Ooh. And the second time when it was Gigi Allen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: no, that's very true.
0: Uh, so anyways, uh, fuck Marilyn Manson, I guess. Uh, anyways. Milwaukee. <laughs> yeah, Alex
2: Cooper still fucking rules. Yeah, no, Alex, Man, Alex Cooper's, Cooper's awesome. Also, also that guy's a great radio host. Yeah. Well, oh, I bet. Or if you've
1: ever listened to his radio show, he's, he's great. Oh, I bet he plays some cool
2: shit, yeah. too. And he knows
1: like a lot of really good trivia about a lot of the songs that he plays, yeah, which is I always, cool. He's I a always weirdly
0: loved, thoughtful guy. Yeah. yeah, I always loved that, that uh, good old Vince. Vince Vernier. <laughs> that good old Vince was... Uh, was not only like the shock rocker extraordinaire but also had like a two handicap golf. it was just like <laughs> a cool like normal dad <laughs> yeah. so uh Rama finds the uh Andy torturing room uh breaks in and Mad <laughs>
1: Dog wordlessly understands what point of the movie we're in yeah.
0: right that gently guy
1: knows lowers, what's going on all the yeah. time gently lowers Andy down undoes his bindings removes the chain from the equation completely by like hoisting it back up to the ceiling then tells them to step to each side yeah stands between them and is like now we may fight.
0: Yes! And they do! And they do! <laughs> Holy shitballs! Mad Dog is
1: all kicks. Man, that guy's a ton of
2: kicks. Except for when he's bows and punches
0: <laughs> and throws. And, uh, and also running knees to yeah. the chest. He's got <laughs> yeah. good
2: knees. And he's just whooping the shit out of both of them, frankly. Yeah, this like, fight occasionally is... occasionally
1: they lay on to him, but it's not for long. Yeah, this yeah. is the equivalent of, like, in uh, Civil War where... Uh, Captain America, Bucky, and Iron Man are all fighting where they've got the two, like, like, uh, Andy keeps, like, grabbing the leg that Mad Dog is about to use to kick while Rama gets a punch in. Yes. Like, there's a lot of, like, unspoken teamwork of, like, tactically knowing where each person
0: is. Right. Uh, This fight goes on for so long. Oh, yeah. It's only broke. It, like, goes on for, like, three unbroken minutes. Cut to uh, Tama being... uh, Found by old guy, yeah. Man. Old guy
2: finds Tama and finds a, a snub nose in the process and kills like three goons,
0: yeah. Uh, and he's just like, All right, you're coming with me now. I win, yeah. Yeah, and, uh,
1: evil boss guy's just like, Come on, are we really gonna do this? And he's like, Yes, we what are. What am I under arrest for, officer? Like, just being real shitty because he knows that, like, yeah, I'm untouchable, like, you are all already dead, no yeah. matter what happens. Afterwards, like the criminal underworld is so well bribed the police force that like you're all just gonna die in your sleep. Yeah, right? so he
0: grabs him and shakes him out, cut back to the fight, it continues for another like five minutes. Yeah. It's so cool! Yeah, they, it's like the They Live fight on fast forward, Right. <laughs> and with an extra person.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I think uh, Mad Dog like throws Ramna into the overhead fluorescent light. Yes. Which shatters it. Yeah. But that only proves to give them an improvised weapon of. A fucking broken fluorescent tube. Which Andy shoves into Mad Dog's neck. Which only makes him madder. (laughs) I
2: love that this part, Mad Dog becomes like the blinking boss from a Sega
0: game. He's (laughs) now
2: just flickering red and kicking more ass. Uh,
0: Until finally, finally, they're able to restrain him uh, and Rama takes the sh- broken shard of fluorescent bulb and just drags it across his neck, killing Mad Dog. Yeah, it's super brutal and so great. I love this movie. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: great. <laughs> Look, it I know great. We,
0: we live in a world where there's so much horrifying violence that takes place on a minutely basis.
1: Yeah, none of that's awesome like this violence. No,
0: because those people aren't
1: actors.
0: Yeah, right. right. <laughs> Having and I, fun with a rad special effects. I just want to make it very clear that we don't condone real-life violence for sure, the most part. Unless it's like Richard Spencer getting punched in the face. Oh,
1: that's always satisfying. <laughs> that's
0: always good. But, uh, that one's also
1: morally ambiguous. Oh, uh,
0: that's also true. Uh, there's
1: nothing morally ambiguous about punching Nazis in the face.
0: I'm pretty sure that Dr. King got
2: bricked in the back of the head by Illinois Nazis and was still like, guys don't punch Nazis.
1: Yeah, that's why he's a better person than all of us. <laughs> Me, I say, Nazis are the one group we universally agree are okay to punch in the face. That's true. That's true. Remember when it was just uncomplicated for Harrison Ford to punch a Nazi? (laughs) If Raiders came out today, the fucking right wing would be like, Oh, intolerant left, (laughs) punching Nazis, melting their faces with godly artifacts. Meanwhile, he's... You know, there's good on both sides. Let's hear what the Nazis have to say. Blah, I'm a Nazi. <laughs> I love how in wow. your world, Nazis are also vampires. <laughs> the only right? other group, it's okay to punch in the
0: face. Oh, John, there are some cool whoa, vampires. There are,
1: vampires. but you punch a vampire in the face, there's a 50-50 chance their fang will break, and that's fucking cool. That's <laughs> true. Ooh. No, you got me there. That would be neat, right? Uh,
0: so, yeah, we uh, Rama uh, grabs rama and andy escape and they're just about to catch up to old man who takes a couple shots at him and then yeah tama tells old man he's like look you lost already the minute that Reza called me like his boss. yeah, and, like told me you were coming here. Oh, and uh, You fucking, say fuck me, I say fuck you, buddy. Uh
1: old guy polo shirt also killed the other cop. Yeah. Yes. Was yeah. Because yeah. he's like such a dirty cop, he doesn't want any witnesses to yeah, this. That's so right. what's going on. Yeah, that's right. He's going to like since it's already off the books, his plan is to not only escape but also make sure that every other cop disappears yeah what a guy he is right yeah and I love because when he 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 orders the other cop to like get the zip tie on Big Boss then shoots him in the face and the boss is just like amazing amazing (laughs) yeah like i knew you were a dirty cop i didn't know you were that
2: fucking dirty right right when an evil drug lord who runs like a drug lord tower of evil (laughs) is just confounded by the depths of awful that you were uh, capable of bringing up that's you're doing good work there old guy oh
0: it's fantastic uh so he shoots tama in the head and then it's just like, well, he was right. I'm probably going to get smothered in my sleep.
1: Yeah, but this was the last, like, noble act I could do was at least take out the leader of this, like, hyperviolent gang. So then
2: he goes to shoot himself in the head,
1: and unfortunately he's out of bullets. For a split second, I was 100% sure that Black Panther was going to put his vibranium claw in <laughs> <under> the shot.
0: <laughs> I just said, no,
1: you don't get to die that easily. Not today.
0: <laughs> the living are
1: not done with you yet. <laughs> God damn, Black Panther's so good. He's so
0: fucking he's cool. So good. Uh Instead, they just handcuff him and drag him outside. Yep. And Andy walks him to the front. And he's like, open the gates. I run this evil tower now. Right. And Andy
2: tells everybody to go back to their rooms. And Andy gives Rama all the evidence that
1: Tama had been holding about all the cops he brought. Yeah,
0: it's a bunch of mini DV tapes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. And he gives him the name of the one good cop that's still left in the department. And he's like, if you get this information to this one good cop cop left like you can take down the entire racket yes uh and yeah as he's uh rama is uh walking with andy and uh fucking under arrest corrupt cop and copy McNo ear yeah the surviving members of the cops yeah uh and he says like look andy when this gate opens you just keep walking like you come with me now and he's uh, andy has the very good observation of If I'm on this side, I can protect you. If I go to your side, you cannot protect me. Right. So uh, I'm going to be a criminal for more time. Yep.
0: Bye, bro. Peace. Uh, They walk out into the street. Credits. Credits. That's it.
2: Good shit.
0: Uh, This movie is amazing. It's an hour and 40 minutes. An hour and 30 minutes of it are just kicking and punching. It's uh, awesome. Yeah. Uh, So we will be right back. With bullet points. I got one in. Nice. Bullet points. And we're back with our very first bullet point body count. Body counts. Two million. (laughs) Oh, Patrick, do you have a number? Are you going with two million? Nah. Are you going with the population of Jakarta? Let me say
1: there are Godzilla movies that have a lower body count, and like a lot less punches yeah to be fair well a lot less variety of punches that's true there's a lot of punch that goes on in Godzilla (laughs)
0: movies (laughs) they're usually more of like a slap Godzilla can't really make fists there's lots (laughs) of chops and slaps yeah Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: there's lots of picking up other monsters by their tails and spinning them around yeah
0: just like you pick up guys by their legs when they kick you Patrick, how many people died in the raid? 79. 79.
1: No, he said 2 million. Price is right rules. I
0: win. (laughs) What did you say? 70. Damn. All right, you're going 70? (laughs) Yeah. All right, playing by Price is right rules. John, you win because Patrick guessed 2 million. (laughs) But, Patrick, your second guess was. Damn close. It's 80. Wow. Nice. 80 people died. I went a
1: little low because, again, like, these have to be confirmed kills, and a lot of those hallways had, like, five or six goons just holding their heads and wailing in pain. Yeah, Yeah. but then
0: there's also the scene where just the machete gang goes through the hallway of people going, My head! (laughs) Slamming machetes into their heads. Right. Yeah, but that was, like,
1: one scene.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but it's implied they're doing it around the whole building. Implied is
1: not. Confirmed. It
0: there. is for me. <laughs> God
2: damn it. That's how art works.
0: Mm hmm. Uh, moving on. If my hands weren't
1: so greasy,
0: I'd <laughs> hit you in the face. <laughs> but it would just slide right off my greasy face. That's true. I ate pizza. We <laughs> all did. Moving on to We're our. all n- guilty of the sin of it. <laughs> <laughs> Our next bullet point is best kill. John, what's the best kill in The Raid? Pick one. I was going to say,
1: there's no such thing. They're all amazing. But I'm going to pick one that I think has the most story weight to it. And it's probably not the one you're thinking of. Very early on in the movie, uh, uh, pre-refrigerator explosion, Rama finally goes on the offensive. Because he is playing entirely defensive for the first portion of the raid. Right. Uh, so finally he gets, he goes aggressive and he kicks a dude and throws him off of a balcony breaking his back on another lower balcony that yeah. he lands on. Yeah. And it's not like a bounce or anything. It is just a smack. Smack.
0: And then he begins drooling like his body yeah. drools like a like a dolly painting yeah. like yeah. a
1: watch. It is a brutal and amazing and efficient kill, and it also is the moment where it's like, oh shit, this dude's gonna raid. Yeah, yeah.
0: and raid he does, Patrick. Try to pick one. I, I dare you. It's ya. so hard.
2: Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, the one that will forever be burnt in my memory, which is where Rama kicks one dude through a door and like breaks all of the door except for maybe like the first six inches, and then he grabs another guy and uh, grabs him by the, the the head, and he leaps backwards, throwing both of them are stretched out almost like a 180 degree thing, and drives that guy's neck into the shards
1: of the door. Yeah. It's so fucking Great. So technically, that's two kills, but we'll let it slide. I mean, well, one's just a setup kill. Like the poor bastard that goes
2: through the door is just so that I can explain how the weapon of the door happened. Oh, Got Oh man, I'm it's still a thinking really about good that. one. It's so um, crazy.
0: There are again, there are so many. Uh, one, the one I, I, Patrick took mine oh, for sure. Oh, man. For sure. it's so good. Uh, but one of the ones I really loved is. Rama has a nightstick early on. He's like he's like fighting with a nightstick and a knife, and he's just like dual wielding and fucking guys up. And there's a guy who he hits in the like right in the Adam's apple with the tip of his nightstick and just collapses his neck. Right. His head just flops over it. It's so great. It is because he drives his Adam's apple past his spine into the back of his neck it's so cool oh that's
1: a good one um, uh, I guess honorable mentions would be the other 76 kills in this game yeah, right,
0: right. <laughs> everyone is worth mentioning they're so Definitely. good uh, there's one guy that just gets straight up thrown out a window <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah
0: <laughs> uh, There's so the one yeah.
2: guy that he drives out the window and they fall like three flights and bounce off the building onto a fire escape. Yeah,
0: he land. He la- uses him as a landing pad. Uh, that's Ooh. a good one. That's one of the machete guys. Dude. Yeah, yeah. Oh,
2: dumb machete. That's guys. practically the machete guy.
0: Yeah, like, that's right. May-wa. He's like the the Jason Voorhees of this movie. Yeah, because he's also a machete guy. Yeah. Moving on. Next bullet point: war crimes. <laughs> war crimes. Patrick, tell me about some war crimes in The Raid Redemption. The lack of any kind of smooth
2: angle on that police truck. That thing is a <laughs> solid cube. I haven't seen a vehicle like that since Star Trek Next Gen. It's amazing. Yeah, Soviet it- brutalism built a van. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it it is the ready shuttle, for sure. It
0: pushes air at you. (laughs) John, give me some war crimes in the raid.
1: Boy, uh, woof. Where I I literally got like the this is the Mr. Burns virus of trying to get just one out the door. I need a light breeze to come and push one of these. Uh, I'm gonna say probably the biggest war crime is gonna be uh, operating a full scale tactical police raid just off the books. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: you know, you know on the Yeah. Well, I'll DL. You
1: know, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yes. So I'm just going to take, what, 23 rookie cops, <laughs> load them up with automatic machine guns, military-grade raid equipment, and fire axes, and we're just going to hope for the best. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing that this has been set up in advance by the bad guys as a way of putting out a hit on a squad of police officers. <laughs> right. Right. And we're
2: going to expense it all as
1: David and Busters.
0: <laughs> uh, Mark, war crimes. I think the greatest and most grievous war crime in this movie uh, is that it's not still happening. <laughs> this movie should have been 74 days long. <laughs>
2: An infinite loop of yes. just
0: knees. Oh my God. I need... I mean, I haven't seen The Raid 2. I've heard good things. Uh, but I just need The Raid to continue... Forever, I feel like
1: it would have been perfect if it did like the 12 monkeys time loop
0: at the end.
1: So you could just put
0: it on an infinite loop and it would just seamlessly repeat. Uh, Ooh, that's a war crime. mm. 12 monkeys? (laughs) Most of the stuff in that movie, yeah. Yeah, actually, he's right. He's right. Yeah. Moving on. Next bullet point. Is this an action movie? Is this an action movie? John. Is The Raid an action movie? This is almost too much of an action
1: movie. <laughs> uh, you know, you hear a lot of movies like John Wick and uh, Mad Max Fury Road where it's like, oh, dude, it's just one long action scene, which is true. But for both of those movies, you got to sit through like 30 to 45 minutes of like not it being an action scene before it like kicks in. Right. True. This is just immediately like, oh, no, this is... You put in your 50 cents, player one. Press start right fucking now. Yeah. Are you
0: a bad enough dude? <laughs> <laughs> to raid uh. in Indonesia? Uh, Patrick, is this an action movie? This
2: is, I think, the most action movie that we have watched, and possibly the most action movie I have ever watched. It is amazing. They really do. It's like
0: here's this guy's reason to live, here's his mission fucking punches. Uh, Mark, is this an action movie? Uh, absolutely, it is. And Patrick, I'm I'm right there with you on that one. The movie literally takes 14 minutes. I checked the timestamp yeah. just before like the shit goes down. 14 minutes to get into the movie. The remaining like hour and 26 minutes is nonstop punching and kicking, with the brief exception of the scene where like Andy and Rama are like. I miss you, brother. Yeah, me too. Yeah. They're like
1: three-minute talking of family recognition.
0: Yeah, and that's it. It's so awesome. And, like,
1: you think for sure that that is going to set up a tension that is going to finally come to a peak in the climax of the movie where Andy's going to have to make a decision about, like, oh, no, the boss has my brother on the ropes. Do I step in or do I not? But, no, immediately the next scene is just, like, I know you're fucking working for this cop, you idiot. Right. I saw
2: it on my monitor. You caught yeah. it immediately. And then there's more punching. Yeah. So Yeah, much no, money. really,
1: that scene,
2: if they didn't give that three minutes to just talk, I might have had a heart attack. <laughs> I was just too excited.
0: This movie. Just needed the pulse to go down a hair. Watching this movie is like being injected with the poison from Crank. Right? And I need to keep watching the movie now, otherwise, <laughs> I'll die. <laughs> uh, moving
1: yeah, on. Yeah, this movie breaks the curve that we have been grading all. Like, I'm pretty sure yeah. we need to go back and undeclare some action movies yeah, from right. the
0: history of this podcast. <laughs> Oh, There's no a post-raid <laughs> timeline. Uh, uh, Alright, final reviews of The Raid, Redemption. John? I want more sequels! Patrick? This movie technically counts as cardio. <laughs> Mark, uh, I give this movie uh, one knife to the neck out of one knife to the neck. Yeah. It's brutal, it is unrelenting, it is the malort of movies. Mm. Uh, except this movie leaves a great taste in your mouth. Yeah, I want,
2: <laughs> I want more Raid! Uh, this is like that fifth shot of Malort, which is how many shots of Malort it took before I was like, this is passable. No, <laughs> no.
0: I want more right now. Oh, So that's going to do it for this episode of Body Counts and Beer. I am Mark Rosenthal.
2: I am Patrick Bromley.
0: Uh, I'm Jonathan Rooney-Taylor, and I burped twice.
1: I did it, you guys. He
2: got it. A-S-M-R Rooney-Taylor.
0: That's right. ASMR time here on my guns and beer. Mm. Take us out with all those sweet, sexy sound effects. Patrick,
1: quick, attack him with your quarters. Mm. My hands are too greasy to throw them. Damn it, why did you take a bribe? <laughs>
0: Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, Jonathan Rooney-Taylor, and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a rating and review. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, at Body Countcast, or email us at bodycountsandbeer at gmail.com.